Hey everybody, I'm Eric. And I'm Logan. And today, and today we watched, watched Lessons of Darkness, Darkness by directed Bernard, by Werner Herzog. Herzog. <laughs> I think we got through that one roughly. We can try a second time if you want. Uh, that'll, that'll probably work. We'll, we'll find out later. If not, I'll just do some uh, editing for that. Anyway, uh, this film is from 1992. It's about an hour long or like 50 minutes long so it's not it's not this crazy epic documentary or anything uh and let me actually let me just say 1992 yeah. what a great year for films i can't think of uh any films made in 92 except for this one but that's how good this film was i have to say yeah it was uh, i mean the 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 footage that he captured is just incredible like there's so many so many shots that's like how how do you know where to get where to go to even get this well i guess he knew go to these oil fields but yeah um, it was uh it was, it was um so it was like very grand i guess but very like alienating or something along those lines like uh First thing I felt like when I when it opened was like how it just felt like a almost like a Ron Tricky film. Um, it's very grand and um, almost like surreal. And it was incredible how like I couldn't even kind of like what you said. I couldn't even tell where it was. It doesn't even seem like it's on Earth even per se. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like in the 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 title fight the fight the files title so we both watched um watched it off of uh, a video file and the end of the video file says something about the iraq war and everything um and it, i i didn't really feel other than some shots of like some military uh vehicles and stuff it didn't really uh it didn't really seem. It didn't really focus on that. It didn't seem. It focused more on the environment and the people than um, like kind of like the bigger picture stuff. But I, I, I feel like I probably missed some of the message towards the beginning, um, I, well, just because I was focused more on the the visuals. But uh, yeah, I yeah, feel like. I feel like the, uh, it's almost like the narrative there is just like so loosely like sewn throughout it. It's just kind of like there to almost take you on this like very loose storyline of like an apocalyptic event of war or something like that. And um, I don't know. I just felt like the, like I knew it was about um, kind of like almost documentary-esque about, like, the aftermath of the first Gulf War, I believe. Um, but he just, like, kind of, I don't know, he took it out of the, like, what it actually was in documentary form and kind of just, like, showed you the images that, and I, I don't know, just, like, the, the, the darkness and the destruction of it all was just so, like, alien. Like, you don't see all that all that uh, destruction, I guess. I don't know. It was um, it was interesting because it was very like 
the way he kind of threw the voiceover and all that stuff in, it was like a loose narrative, but it had this very documentary feel, real feel to it as well. It's just uh, kind of intriguing how he like tied those two together, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I um, the word that stuck out to me just now that you said was that I thought throughout the film was alien that like these environments is like uh once you get these shots of this oil field it's just this black liquid all over everything just is these massive pools of it and then uh when the uh the oil was spouting out of the grounds and then it looked like rain um splashing into the pools and it's like uh just such there's no way you would see that in real life unless you actually went to one of these oil fields. It's uh, like it, it's not an, a naturally occurring environment. Yeah. It's like completely man-made and in uh, uh, both it's the destructive side of, of it and also the cons- constructive side of it because they're harvesting these resources for you know who knows how many different applications the oil they're getting from that field end up being used for so yeah i feel like um what well, i feel like he was totally i don't know maybe this is me projecting my own thoughts or onto it but he kind of like made it seem very by making it seem so alien making it seem very like dark, I guess, because especially when he was saying how, like, I know you kind of see them in these burning oil fields and they kind of, they finally put out the fires or whatever, and then it's just, like, spraying oil, and then they light them again. And he kind of made, like, oh, like that comment of, um, I wrote it down, like, um, basically, like, oh, all the fires are fixed, now they just are starting more fires to kind of put out. And it kind of, um, I don't know, I felt like at the end, it got a little bit heavy-handed with the message of, like, um, knowing that the footage was from, like, the aftermath of the war, it got kind of, like, I said, heavy-handed in the sense of, like, uh, saying the message of, like, big anti-war statement, I guess, is kind of what I picked up from it, but it was, um, I don't know, I felt like that could have been done more subtly, I guess. Um, but, I guess, I don't know, through, like, almost decontextualizing all of the images from the war setting and just kind of showing them from this, like, nondescript place. Um, maybe it needs to be that heavy I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess I, I just felt like it was a bit too much by, like, oh, like, the fire's out, so they just need to start more fires to put out. You know, it just kind of seemed very direct and less um, subtle than my own tastes, like, I guess. Right, right, definitely. And at times it kind of felt like a nature documentary. Like, because uh, there'd be long stretches of time where there was no narration, there was nobody talking, it was just showing these workers doing what they do. And you just get these long extended shots of uh, the water spouts uh, just spraying the. the the machinery and the guys getting hosed off and all that kind of thing and there's just like absolutely no 
commentary about what's happening in those stretches of time and then uh and so there's also like no explanation of like what are they doing like why what is this part of the process achieving for this industry and like there's like no uh it was almost like it was interpreted by a nature documentary filmmaker especially the very last uh last shot where he just uh i don't remember exactly how he said it but he's uh he's like two men walk towards the oil oil well and uh, uh like you're just talking about reigniting the fire that uh he, he doesn't uh he doesn't explain it in a way that um what am i trying to how am i trying to say it uh the 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 narration takes like that outsider point of view that he's interpreting what's happening not the point of view where he actually talked to those guys to see to ask them what yeah, why they it, did that yeah. and that kind of stuff yeah it was a very uh um voyeuristic film it's just kind of like a fly on the wall uh, like that's kind of like the whole directorial direction i felt like it's like oh, we're just gonna hang out and let you, uh, let you see what's happening and you guys can decide what happens from there you know um and that's why i felt like the whole movie reminded me a lot of like uh the Ron Fricky film, you know, like Baraka and St. and even a little bit of Pauline Scotsy and stuff, he's just like, um, he's, he's just kind of like there, like showing these things that are happening and almost letting like the viewer um, kind of figure out how to interpret it. I mean, he definitely has some, uh, in this film, uh, Herzog definitely has some control by even all of that, and especially breaking it up into all the different chapters that he did, giving it a slight narrative, he has a little bit uh, more of a control over the message than just a straight-up voyeuristic, here it is, you decide. Um, but yeah, that is kind of what's cool about it, is that he just kind of, you know, for the most part, just kind of shows it to you, lets uh, you as a viewer decide how it is. So I feel like almost like this review is like, giving insight into ourselves as film watchers here. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, there, there are a couple of other interviews as well. And, um, that they weren't quite as memorable to me as that one with the, the woman and her, and her child, but the, uh, um, yeah, it's just so different. Like, I I haven't really seen an interview like that in a documentary, and uh, even uh, I I watched uh, Cave of Forgotten Dreams, which is uh, it probably made twelve years after this this was mm-hmm. some, something like that. Um, it I didn't really notice anything like that in Cave of Forgotten Dreams because that was a lot more kind of like informative not uh as much of a uh not as much of a documentary of like uh like current people it was a lot more about the people in the past which obviously he couldn't 
interview any of them. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. I feel if he could have done that, I, I'm sure he definitely would have <laughs> uh, have interviewed one of these people who lived in those caves. But um, uh, but there's there's at least one other interview that there was no translation, so there's like no subtitles, and then there's also no. Uh, audible translation like there was with that woman's interview and I thought that was uh, an interesting choice that it was like almost left entirely for you to like interpret her inflection and her uh, I think it was a woman that this interview was yeah yeah um, her, her inflection and uh, her body language and her facial expressions and kind of go like even another step in the direction of you decide what is going on here in, uh, in context of what I put before and after that. Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty, um, it's a weird fusion. I felt like the whole movie was essentially this, uh, this weird fusion of documentary coverage and like just kind of like an art film, I guess. Um, yeah. It's, and that's what's kind of crazy. And, and, to go beyond that, it's like kind of crazy about Werner uh, Herzog is his body of work is just massive. I mean, he just makes so many styles and different types of movies, and, uh, and they all kind of, I guess, well, at least this is from this one that I've seen, um, it's, it's pretty solid. And from what I've heard of other people, most of his films as a whole are pretty solid. So, um, props to him to have that ability. Yeah, it's. It, I I find it really impressive just the the broad range of topics and styles that at least of what I've seen so far, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to be watching more of his films pretty soon. Um, the uh, and another thing about this one is, is again, it's only. 50 minutes long and if you just took the parts like if you're looking at this as a an informational documentary the parts that you would keep out of this would probably only be like 10 or 15 minutes yeah but instead he's like you're you're saying it's like this fusion of the documentary and the art film that's he he just expands and just like uses all of this incredible footage uh, and I don't I, I can't think of any other documentary I've seen that has done anything quite like that I'm sure his other documentaries have but yeah I'd like um, to see uh, I'd like to see more of his stuff um, when I read the Wikipedia description um, so I, I tried to orient myself on the film before I watched it by reading the opening paragraph um, it, I think they called it like a guided meditation, um, almost, and uh, that kind of reminded me. I think that they use a similar description in Ron Fricky's films. They just kind of like very subtly move you through these images to kind of make you just think about certain topics, and that's kind of what I felt like this film was. It's just like this, like here, let's just look at like the destruction of the Gulf War and 
decontextualize it and just kind of let you see it for what it is. And then you decide. Um, and uh, since I completely understand how that's a guided meditation, you know, just kind of like think on these things. And, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's a definitely a great film. Um, I liked it. And because it's a, it's only like a like less than an hour, you know? I mean, it's not uh, like a three-hour epic, so I, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think, um, especially with something like this, it's, uh, it's easy for it, it to become, like, too long and bloated. But I felt like this had, like, a really great balance of that and a flow and pacing. And it seemed like, I didn't feel like, oh, this is, when is this going to end? But also I didn't feel, at the same time, I didn't feel like, oh, is, is that all there is to it? Exactly. Um, uh, so I, I just pulled up some of the trivia on the IMDb page. Um, and I, I don't think, I think I said this before we started recording, but um, it says that uh, Werner says he prefers to think of this as a science fiction film, not a documentary. So that's pretty interesting. It is pretty cool. Uh, and then I guess the the quote at the end of the film um, was completely made up and then falsely attributed to Pascal. Nice. <laughs> and then um, and then it looks and then also the fires he thought were going to burn for a lot longer, but uh, he found out that they could get it under control in a couple of weeks. So he like basically just booked it out there to to get uh to get footage of it before they put out the fires and they didn't he didn't have an exact uh he hadn't yet decided on the angle to the film uh when he went out to film it so that's uh kind of so it seems like this is really like a seat of his pants documentary science fiction film that he yeah. put together yeah um, uh, it's I mean after saying that it almost seems and I'm completely making this up I don't know if it's true but he like went out to almost make like a real documentary and it's like well if I can't um, I'll make it into this so I thought quickly on the street are you there are you there Eric yeah yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. I just got caught up in reading another another thing with. Uh, I guess it was anyway. <laughs> I'll cut this part out of it. Jump cut. Um, all right. Well, I think uh, I can't really think of anything else to to talk about. Um, yeah. I think if if anybody's interested in documentaries in general or just. Uh, Beautiful cinematography. I'd say, I, I'd say like films like Baraka and the Katsu trilogy are kind of like the closest things I can think of to this, just because of the the landscape shots and the the kind of the pacing of it. So I'd I'd say that's my closest recommendation. Is if you like those films, you'll probably uh, at least really enjoy the the cinematography of this one. Definitely. So, so Eric. Yeah. What What do you rank this this movie? You can pick your own scale and, and rank it 
Hmm. What would I, I, I read this movie? Um, definitely my top two Werner Herzog movies, but I've only seen two so far. Um, I'd say I'd give it a four or four and a half out of five. Nice. As far as uh, cause it, uh, it gets gets points for cinematography, for pacing, for uh... yeah, uh, for the those for two, the, two for the simple fact that Eric says so, and yeah, and just because I I said so, so. Um, how about you? Well, Eric, I'm going to have to give this um, 11 McDonald's chicken nuggets out of 15. Because, All right. All right. Because my portion of this review is sponsored by McDonald's chicken nuggets. And because I said so. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah I, I, if, if it were 11 out of 15 scale, or if it were out of a 15 scale, I would give it 11. Because, you know, that's um, it's good. I would recommend it. Um, I don't know how many times I can watch it. Uh, simply because I want to watch more other wonderful things. Yeah, definitely. I... Uh, I'd say this has a rewatch factor of I I don't know where I'm going with that I don't know what my scale is. Re- a rewatch factor is. of uh, um, I'll I'll probably watch it again someday but I'm not gonna uh, run out it, it's not the kind of thing I would watch like once a week or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me either. me either. I don't think there's many things that I would watch. Unless it was like a TV show and it was a new episode. Definitely. <laughs> like, if somebody asked me to watch this with them, I'd be like, I, I'd have to think about it for a minute. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, let's watch something else. I, I, I've already seen that in the last, in the last couple weeks. So. Yes. Unless they were, unless they really wanted to, I could totally, uh, I could uh, watch it and do a nice quick five to uh, ten minute critique with somebody else about this for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'd say that was a pretty good discussion. It's, it was like 27 minutes discussion about a 50 minute long movie. I know. Um, who who would have thought? Um, well, thanks for joining me. Uh, do, do you have any uh, stuff coming out on on the internet that you'd like people to check out? Um, well, uh, I, I will, but I have no clue where they're going to be able to check it out. I've got my, I got, uh, got my acting reel coming out soon. It's a, it's a doozy. And, uh, <laughs> um, I've got another, another piece coming out after that. Um, another doozy. But, uh, I'll keep Eric here informed on where to find that, and if uh, if he ever feels like it, he can amend this post 
in the future with links towards those things. Awesome. That sounds great. And uh, as I say in all of these episodes, uh, just go to todayiwatch.com to find more reviews. We've got Mr. Lonely, uh, another episode with Logan, uh, talking about the, the Harmony Korine film and, uh, and a bunch of other episodes too. So go check that out todayiwatch.com. Uh, and I am always open to more suggestions, uh, not only from Logan, but from all of you listeners out there. Uh, so send in some films you think that we would either enjoy or not enjoy at all. Either way is good. And uh, I'll, I'll check them out eventually. Um, all right. Uh, I think that's a great, another great Today We Watched episode. Thanks again, Logan, for joining me. Well, and, uh, well thank you for sharing your bandwidth with me, Eric. Yeah, no problem. It's a pleasure to have you every time. And uh, we'll have to do this again for something else real soon. Oh, yeah, well, we'll have to find some connection from this to uh, another film, because this one, we kind of, I kind of chose this one because Werner was in Mr. Lonely, so we'll have to make another kind of connection leap for uh, that. I think, I think I can come up with one, but uh, give, me, give me a little time. Cool, sounds great. All right, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hell yeah. Cool.